our listeners today? <laughs> well, I don't know because they can't talk to us. Well, I mean, I'm just assuming they're all saying we're good. <laughs> you good? I hope in their you car good? they're like, oh, I'm good. Oh, we're good. Wait. Yeah. This is a podcast. We're happy to hear that. We're happy you guys are all doing well. <laughs> um, we have so much to talk about today because Oscar nominations came out and we have lots of feelings and thoughts yeah. about it. A so few. we will be talking about that in a little while. Um, but we're going to start off with some movie news and some things that we have watched. Finally, we've, some, of, some of you guys are, you guys are getting caught up on some of the movies. Yeah. That's good. Not all of us get all the screeners, Sarah. Sorry. Um, So, yeah. Let's start off with... uh, I watched the Fire Festival doc on Hulu. And I think I'm the only one who's watched either of them, right? Yeah, because I I have zero. We were going to watch the Netflix one, but... uh, the one on Hulu kind of surprised everyone, right? Because it, they beat Netflix's to the punch. Because there was two separate documentaries, and I hear one is better, which really? was the Hulu one. Some of the critics were saying that the Hulu one was the best one, so that's the one that I watched. But I still want to see the Netflix one, um, just because like it's such an interesting story. Yeah. And it's so funny to see all these like rich kids <laughs> kind of get stranded on an island. Yeah. <laughs> Not that they deserved it, but like... It's yeah, I want so to know how they fell victim to all this. Yeah. It's such a right. scam. Like, it is the kind of scam that you see on the news where they're like, don't answer your phone because it's a scam. Like, you know, yeah. when they say somebody's calling you like, hey, your granddaughter just got kidnapped. Please wire uh-huh. her. Like, it is that kind of scam. It is like the Nigerian prince scam. Like, how there's many, no way that this stupid festival was happening. And how many episodes is it? It's just one long Oh, it is. Doc. Okay, yeah. that's good. I think the Hulu one was like an hour and a half. I think that's the same with Netflix. I think it's just I, one. So, yeah. I thought it was a whole series, no. and I was just like, I why, this is, I just kept thinking this is not a story that's worth drawing it, out. It to wouldn't have right. worked but as a series. That's good. It's just one, it's like an hour and a half. But like they actually, the Hulu one, they paid money to have the actual guy who like made the festival, mm-hmm. they paid him and he gave an interview. That was, I think, the big difference what people were yeah. saying was that Netflix didn't have that. Right. That's why but the Hulu one. The Netflix one was produced by the media company behind Fire Festival. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Hmm. I still want to see the Netflix one, but it's worth a watch. Like, I really enjoyed. Th- I mean, I remember when it happened like two years ago. Like, I was on Twitter before it blew up Twitter because, like, I started seeing it kind of start to trend. And then it, like, next thing you know, the next day, the media had got a hold uh-huh. of it. And it was, like, this huge story. But, like, I was, like, watching, following along on the Twitter accounts as it was happening and right. just laughing at all the people. <laughs> but it's a it's a good doc. I think everybody should give it a watch. It's very entertaining and sad. And you usually don't watch documentaries, right? Oh, I love documentaries. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. it's Justin. You yeah, don't. I, don't, I don't. Well, I, sometimes. Yeah. The Ted yeah. Bundy one is really interesting. It this, looks this, so good. The, this Firefest one is just one where it's like, I just can't, br- it doesn't look interesting. And I have a weird, like, I don't want to like watch these people be stupid. It's the same reason I don't watch Jersey Shore or any of that it's stuff. It's just interesting to see how it unfolds because like there were so many people working on this festival and like they knew that these people weren't going to have anywhere to stay. Like they yeah. knew mm-hmm. there was no food. They knew everything they were marketing was complete right. lies. So like how did this still, ha- how did they still have people like go to the island? Artists got involved, right? And like yeah. people, everybody fell for it it's just so people want the party weird to see how it unfolded yeah people like the party i i don't know i think you guys would both this it was one of the topics i was like yeah i could just read like a wikipedia article and be fine (laughs) i think you i think it's worth seeing the 
actual footage in the interviews. Well, but the, uh, the, the Ted, Ted Bundy one looks good. Yeah, the Ted Bundy uh, docu-series is out now on Netflix. Conversations with the Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes. It's four episodes, each an hour long. The last one is an hour and 15. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it looks really interesting. And when I just Googled it, um, I think USA Today or someone had an article that, like, shocking revelations. Yeah. From, so it'll be interesting. Who knows if there is actually shocking revelations, but... Um, nonetheless, I think it'll be Isn't it really good. weird how like stuff comes out at the same time? It's like now so that we're getting a Ted Buddy documentary, but also the movie with Zach Efron. Same director. The yeah. director did both. It's so oh, okay. weird to me that like Well I mean like the, the, the Firefest thing two came out at the same time, you know? It's like Well that to me sounds just more like a competing thing, like an Armageddon deep impact thing where yeah. two studios mm-hmm. have the same idea and try to see who can get it out faster. But the this ten, is the, just like, oh, well, he made a movie and he probably had so much information, right. like he could make a documentary. And there's too. only so much you're going to be able to do in a movie, whereas right. a docu series, because Ted Bundy is a topic that like warrants a lot of time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that maybe he, yeah, there was. There's always so much you could do in a movie. Maybe so. he just got so fascinated, like, with the cases that right. he's like, oh, mm-hmm. we should just make a doc- docuseries. Yeah. Thing. That'll be really interesting. I love Zach. those true crime things. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Netflix does a really good job with anything that they produce yeah. that's true mm-hmm. crime. Um, but Pl- then also the movie with Zac Efron. Yeah. Plus, I think that director is, has primarily done documentaries, maybe. So it, maybe it made sense, like, well, you know, he's already a documentarian mm-hmm. or whatever. So mm-hmm. why not do a documentary about it, too? All these high school girls, their dreams are going to be crushed when they see Zac Efron on the screen as a killer. Being creepy. He's yeah. also being creepy in that Beach Bum yeah. trailer that just but came out, But I was going to say, that was also the lore of Ted Bundy was that women liked him, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he was, was like such yeah. a normal, like, good-looking guy. Yeah. Well, that, So, yeah, the Beach Bum trailer came out, too, and Zac Efron's, like, playing this super weird. Super weird, yeah. Crazy character, <laughs> which looks... So it's Harmony Corman. Yeah, who did uh, Spring Breakers. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Oh, wow. Did he do kids? Who did kids? Did he Uh, do kids? I think he might have done kids. Didn't he date one of the girls in Spring Breakers? Like, one of the main characters? Yeah, one of the... The the, the the unknown one. The least favorite. Is he old? Because that's weird. He's older. He's older. She might be older, but she might be older than... She looks like she's, like, 16 in the movie. Right. I'm sure she's probably in her 20s, but... But she's... Yeah. Yeah, she could be older than she... Spring Breakers is one movie that I saw in theaters. I even dressed up for Halloween. As what? As gross. As uh what's Riff Raff. You like braided your hair? Yeah, I didn't braid my hair, but I wore a wig. Oh. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. I don't know <laughs> I that I want to see that. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. see that. <laughs> but no, yeah. that is like, Spring, Spring Breakers is kind of a weird I can uh, see why that, yeah, because like I mean, even James Franco's character was like total cultural appropriation, there, right? Like yeah. his what he was doing. We so. quote that movie a lot in our household spring for some break weird for reason. Lot. What is it? Spring break. Spring break. Yeah, if, <laughs> if James Franco comes into conversation for any reason at home, Casey usually throws that line out because she she saw it in she either saw it in theaters or watched it at home. I don't remember, but yeah. I saw most of it. In theaters, because I worked at AMC. I thought that movie was so weird. It's so bizarre. Yeah. I, I actually thought it was decent, and then the end threw me for a loop. I was like, that's not real. But, like, Beach like, Bum looks, like, equally, like, Right. Quirky. It's just yeah. that weird it's got style. Such a weird cast. Like, yeah. Snoop Dogg. I have no idea. Does Snoop Dogg play himself? Is he right. Like yeah. a Snoop Dogg, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill oh. pops up. Isla Fisher. Is it Isla? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. It looks weird. It's like it's like a old McConaughey. It's like McConaughey before he had his career resurgence. So that's why it's almost 
more interesting to me because like he had that surfer dude movie that came out, which was really bad, but that's what it sort of reminds mm-hmm. me of. So it just seems like something McConaughey would have done, yeah. you know, 15 years well, ago. He's like also in that Serenity movie coming out too. Which so. apparently is bad. Yeah. I don't like Matthew McConaughey. What? Anymore. I don't. Why? I think his choices in movies now I love since Matthew he won McConaughey. the award. Uh-huh. All he does is he picks shit movies and then he's at every single Texas football or basketball game on the sideline in some orange jumpsuit. Why does that thing. bug you? Well, it does, it bugs bugs does it bug you that Spike Lee goes to all the basketball games? No, because Spike Lee actually Nicholson? does good Jason stuff. Jason Sudeikis goes to the KU games? Well, where's Riddle? Jason Sudeikis been? He's at least spending time probably going to fun events and then thinking about the choices he's making. <laughs> when Matthew McConaughey, it's just like, oh, yeah, I guess I got to go be in movies to afford to be on the sideline of these games because he's not, Nichol- he's not he's not Jack think, Nicholson. Like, come I on. I think he's doing fine. I don't like with him. Money. I don't like him anymore. Sorry. I think, I think he's good. He's just good at uh, a particular thing, and he's smart enough to, to steer into that. That's my feelings. Because he can't do any accent other than the accent he has. Right. So he's smart enough to choose good roles where he can keep his Good roles? Accent. Like that gold movie where he's oh, like Dallas Bi- like Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, but Lawyer. what's he done since then? Just like crap movies. Okay, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and he's young, so don't say I did. Interstellar. Was really good. Yeah, he did Interstellar. But these are all older movies. That's not that I'm old. I'm just That's saying what, that like, there's the, been, like, since he won the Academy ago. Award, yeah. he hasn't done anything, and he's made really bad choices. Except for Interstellar. He did since winning an Academy Award. Yeah. No, but that was wasn't that before Dallas Buyers Club? No, no. Exactly. Are you sure? Yes. Yes. I'm gonna challenge you on that. Okay. Okay. Sarah's challenging. I'm <laughs> I am also he definitely did that after. Um stand by and get the date. Talk about something else. Sure. Why don't I, look this up? I, mean, I don't agree with you. I like Matthew McConaughey. I think he's fine. Well, I don't like love Matthew McConaughey. I don't like when he does a movie. I don't really get excited. I also really like yeah. Mud that came out afterwards. Mud was really good. Yeah, I uh, had not seen Mud. Actually, I think Mud might have been right before Dallas Buyers Club because I think that was like right because he had done like Lincoln Lawyer Mud and everybody was like, oh, he's kind of coming back. And then he did Dallas Buyers Club and one of them. Also, Oscar. Chris, t- True Detective. So and True Detective. You know, well, yeah, I'm not up. saying I don't like him. I'm saying I don't like the choices he's made since winning the Academy Award. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Mud was 2012, but then Dallas Buyers Club in 2013. He also did Wolf of Wall Street, which I really liked, but he played the same oh, kind of character. Yeah. Interstellar was, a- was 2014. <sighs> Then True Detective. I loved Interstellar. I loved True Detective. And then he did all these, like, yeah. Sea of Drones, what are these Free things? State of Drones, Lincoln, Gold, The Dark Tower, White Boy Rick, and Serenity. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So none of those were really received very well. That's so there I, you go. That's so he my did, point. like, five movies that, you know, weren't So since amazing. 2014 or 2015, yeah. in the last I mean, three I know or four that years. was four years ago. Well, maybe the beach bum will be good. I just have a serious problem with people who win Academy Awards and then fall off the face of the earth. Like, you're on the top of your game. Like, people like, for instance, Amy Adams is a perfect example where she continues to be well-received. She's good in everything she does. She's nominated, like, every year. And, like, that's great. She's clearly talented. But then you got people like Jean Dujardin who won for the artist, and then you never heard of him again. Because he's mostly a French actor. Like, he does stuff. He He was in Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, that's true. I just don't like when people make. Do you have any other examples of people who've won Oscars and fallen off the face of the planet? Well, I was going to say Leonardo DiCaprio, but I mean, he's been in a lot. 
any fucking it, it does Oscar. happen. There's like I'm sure you can find things of people who win Oscars or at least are nominated and then you never hear from them. There's all there's a lot of jokes about Oscar curses I mean, because sometimes they'll do Halle a, Berry. Mm-hmm. She yeah, like, yeah, there you go. And then they start doing because even even Natalie Portman followed up her win yeah. with the movie Your Highness. Mm-hmm. But then she's been like because she did Jackie, so she's still fine. Yeah. yeah. But like there are a lot of those examples, but you know. But I'm, I don't think Matthew McConaughey is one of those people. <laughs> uh, well, no, Jamie Foxx, he was in a, he's yeah. continuously working. I'll find examples and I'll tweet it. I could agree. Jamie Foxx hasn't done anything. Like, uh, Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix is, keeps making good movies, yeah. though. Yeah. So. Uh, Baby Driver. Jamie Foxx did Baby Driver. I don't know. And The Horrible Bosses. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did like Baby Driver. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Nicolas Cage probably did. Did he ever win an Academy Award? Yes, he did. Well, and his career went up after that and then went down, but it wasn't because of the yeah. Academy what Award. What did he win an Academy Award for? Leaving Las, Las Vegas. Vegas? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think he might have been nominated for adaptation, or maybe he was nominated for a Golden Globe, mm-hmm. but I think he might have been nominated for adaptation, but just didn't win. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Justin <laughs> discovered that the Breaking li- Bad movie cast list was just released. Yeah. And it included. And everybody's in it. A lot of dead people. A lot of dead people. Even though it's supposed to be a um, sequel. Is Walter White in it? Yes. Brian Cranston. Oh, boy. Kristen Ritter. Jesse Jonathan Plemons. Banks. Jonathan Banks. It's like the whole cast is back for this movie, so I have no idea what they're doing. Like I bet flashbacks or maybe the, some weird lost thing where he's dying and seeing his friends. I don't know. Which was weird, though. Like, Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I mean, they're, of course, it's weirder that people... Anybody, I, I'm not surprised that Brian Cranston's involved, but I guess like other people like Kristen Ritter. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just weird because they're going to be introducing like scenes from Breaking Bad World that we haven't obviously don't know about or haven't seen. Uh-huh. So he's going to be introducing like new storylines there, which I find interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of just assumed it was all going to take bad after like take place after Breaking Bad, like, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't see any of that stuff. But if you've got. Brian Cranston and Unless Chris are Ritter they doing in there. Flashbacks. Like, I think flashbacks yeah. is a good guess. So we're gonna, but or dreams know. or yeah. I don't know. But it's one of those things. Like if you're gonna do a Breaking Bad movie, you can't not include right. Brian Cranston in some way. Maybe it's just a cameo of like one random scene or something. Mm-hmm. But maybe Jesse Pinkman is in this truck and he's kidnapped and doing just flashbacks of his life. How did I get here? Yeah. You know, it's going to be weird. Yeah. I don't know. I will, I I'm will excited say, to know that like everybody's back though. Yeah. You know, one person that you mentioned that has had, I would have never thought he would be, be as big as he is after watching Friday Night Lights. Jesse Plemons. <laughs> Jesse Plemons oh, is in everything. Yeah. I mean, he was in Vice. That surprised yeah. me mm-hmm. when I watched that last night. And I'm like, that guy can do anything. I love He's Jesse Plemons. I know. I thought He's he was awesome. great in Game Night. So funny. Yeah. Like Mike, I liked him in um, Black Mirror. He a can lot. be really, yeah, really evil in Black Mirror. He can be funny. He could be a bully, like in Like Mike. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> like that's, Mike. that's what I like to remember him from. <laughs> was that when Bow Wow was Bow yeah. Wow or Little Bow Wow? He was still Little Bow Wow. Okay, yeah. Hmm. Jesse Plemons was Little Bow Wow's bully or whatever. Huh. That that movie, I never saw geez. that. It's not good. It's no. just funny to think that Jesse Plemons was in that and he's a big deal. Right. Now. I used to watch that in Joanna Man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, Chris. I've seen Joanna Man also. But. So you did see Vice? Yes. And I don't remember if I reviewed Vice because like I probably was the only one that had seen it like a few months ago. So I don't know if we talked about it or not. But, but at this point, we've all seen it now. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it has been nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Yeah. So what did you guys think it was worthy of a Best Picture? 
uh, nomination? Y- uh, yes and no. Worthy in that I'm not surprised, but not worthy in that I think there are a lot better movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like, there's always movies that are thrown in there that, like, it makes sense. It just feels like it's right up the Academy's alley, and that's how I felt about this one. But I enjoyed it a lot, but I feel like there were better movies still. I'm fine with it being nominated out of the eight. I mean, I agree with Justin that I think there was ones that I liked more that aren't on the list for Best Picture. Um, Can You Ever Forgive Me? That was not nominated for Best Picture. Destroyer was not nominated for Best Picture. I would have rather had those in there than Vice. But um, I think I have more of an issue with Adam McKay being nominated for Best Director than I do Best Picture. I just don't think out of the short list, like if there's a, since there's a kind of a bigger list for Best Picture, I'm fine with Vice being in there. But since there's such a small list for Director, I think that there's better directors than Adam McKay. Well, just in general, I... Enjoyed the I enjoyed the movie a lot, and I don't know if it's because it's so political or just affecting enough that people that the Academy really dug it. But they obviously dug it because it was nominated yeah. in so many places. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because I keep comparing it to Black Klansmen, where the tone is they're pointing out a lot of the silliness, I guess, in a serious situation. However, I think Black Klansman handles that tone better, yeah. and it's because you're in the point of view of the good guys, whereas in this movie, without getting political, they at least portray Cheney as an evil dude, mm-hmm. and that's the per- that's the point of view we have, so it's like a little scarier that we're laughing at it. I almost don't like that I'm laughing at it, yeah, because it's like, well, that dude did real damage, and that's scary. Like, I but, just didn't find the whole movie to be a comedy. Like, I didn't no, think it no, was funny. I, well, I thought the first, like, Which is 45 why the minutes of it. comedic scenes fell off to me. Mm-hmm. I felt like the first, like, 45 minutes to maybe half, first half of it was treated more like it was supposed to be funny. Mm-hmm. But wasn't that funny by no means, but, like, was treated like it was. And then once the September 11th stuff happens, it takes a real turn and gets a lot more serious. Yeah. And, uh, like, I just noticed a, rig- a big tonal shift. Which, I mean, you have to. It's not like they're... If they would have tra- treated that as something silly, that would have been terrible. But mm-hmm. Like, I just think it would have been a fine movie without all the shtick parts in it. Like, the credit thing and the Shakespeare thing. Uh-huh. Like, the Shakespeare thing It didn't really do much for me. Dumb. Yeah, the Shakespeare thing I didn't yeah. get. But I liked... Like, I mean, and when I say shtick, like, those to me are comedy shticks. Mm-hmm. Like, but then you have, like, just the classic Adam McKay things where it's, like, you know, they use the pawn things to show, like, all the offices that he had. Yeah, that, and, like, I like who that. had that. Like, that's just creative mm-hmm. to me. Like, I don't think that that was shticky. Like, I just right. thought it was, like, yeah. really well done. And, like, his, obviously, st- same style he did as um, Big Short. And I thought that was cool to, like, explain things. Yeah. yeah. To visually show people, like, what actually was going on. Right. I, do, I do think it was... There, yeah, there was some funny parts, and I, I do get what you're saying because I felt like the whole movie was darker than anything else. It was just like, I mean, it, it was like, why? I, I mean, it's hard to explain, but it's not, it wasn't a comedy to me, but then they were doing those like little bits and those there. bits in there to make it a comedy in certain parts. So I, I would have been fine without those. Yeah. I did think the mid-credits scene was funny. Yeah. But I would have been fine without it. Mm-hmm. And I would have definitely been fine without the Shakespeare thing. And maybe I would have liked it a little more. Because mm-hmm. it immediately hits you in what, like, five minutes in with 
a scene about 9-11. And so then from that point forward, I'm like, well, this isn't a comedy because that's such a serious topic. So then it was hard for me to like laugh at certain parts because I was like, oh, this is serious stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, Um, yeah, I'm not saying I'd classify it as a comedy because I wouldn't classify Black Klansman as a comedy, mm -hmm. but it has a lot of funny moments because of the silliness. And I think that's the way it was being presented was like, this is a serious thing, but they're like his heart attack was a running gag, Mm -hmm. you know? So Mm -hmm. there were just things that I felt like we were meant to laugh at, but you either, and some stuff I did laugh at, but then felt like weird about it because I'm laughing at this terrible, at least how he's being portrayed a terrible person, you know? I was, I was always curious how accurate, this was if this is exactly how it happened because um i didn't right. know a lot of the stuff about uh isis and how basically all these decisions led to right. certain points and i didn't know a lot of that i mean i remember events and i remember yeah when we bombed iraq and everything and i remember that as a kid but i don't remember um like I didn't know these circumstances surrounding all this, mm-hmm. and so I'd like or to know how if much that's... power Dick Cheney had. Right, yeah. right, and it's like, did he really? The first thing I thought about after watching this was, uh, I'd like to know George Bush's take on this movie if he ever sees it, because it made you feel like he was like out of the loop completely on a lot of things. Which I don't think from all the articles I read after seeing the movie, I don't think that's totally true. Mm. Like the movie portrays him as kind of like Dude, just uh, tagging along, right. which I read is not true he, mm-hmm. he knew what was going on yeah but dick cheney did have a lot of that power yeah it was interesting yeah so i like it was, the it was end, a good movie the, i like the ending too the, the little speech at the end that he yeah get, i thought that was i mean christian bale i he think he might great. win yeah christian bale and was I, great i want Ramey malik to win but i think christian bale might might win it and i didn't have a problem shockingly when i was watching it i did see sam rockwell as Sam Rockwell, Sam, yeah. Sam Rockwell playing, you know, a part. I mean, I think he did. I think he did a really good job. I wasn't. I thought from the trailer it was literally like, oh, it's Sam Rockwell with a weird nose mm-hmm. and like just being himself. But I thought he did a good he job. He did do a good job. I I had a hard time not just seeing Sam Rockwell. I mm. guess I thought he was good. I just it's he's he's just one of those actors now that I can't not see Sam Rockwell. Unfortunately, yeah. I just watched this like there was this article about like the the stars nominated and like their first movie roles or TV roles and they had clips of all of them. Uh-huh. Sam Rockwell was in Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, does, I know, I remember that scene. <laughs> yeah. I remember that, and I was just like, never clicked to me that that was Sam Rockwell. Menthols or regulars? Yeah, that's his line. I'm like, yeah. holy crap, that was Sam Rockwell. <laughs> yeah, how did really I not even like realize that? But I love that movie. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I love Sam Rockwell. I want Sam Rockwell to be nominated for everything yeah. every year. But yeah. I just, I also think that the supporting category, maybe he shouldn't have been in there compared to other people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we can talk about. So, I mean, Chris saw Destroyer and I saw Roma. Chris, what, what's, do we want to talk about the nominations? Sure. We're talking about the nominations? Yeah. Or, okay. So, Oscar noms came out. Um, Best Picture, there were eight films. Black Panther, which Justin called that. I was kind of like, no, there's no way. But Justin called that, and he said it was going to be nominated, and it is. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. And so, we're all kind of shocked that um, there was only eight. Yeah. I thought it would have been nine or... Probably nine. It's open. Yeah, because what is it? It's like open to 10, and you still have to get a certain number of votes. Mm-hmm. It just means that movies like Bill Street 
or Katie, ever forgive me, just didn't get the. Mm-hmm. Didn't I'm get the numbers. really glad that Beale Street did not get nominated. You didn't like Beale Street. I did not like Beale Street, but we really liked but it. But you guys really liked it. But that's I would say that that's probably the biggest shock to me is that it was eight and not nine because if it was nine, it right. probably would have been Beale Street in there. Although I think Can You Ever Forgive Me should have been yeah in there. Well, again, they're just. I'm not surprised that those movies are on there. It's more just like there are better movies. Like I like Destroyer more than I liked mm-hmm. some of the Vice. You know, yeah. Uh, I liked Bill Street better than I liked some of them, and some of them maybe I enjoyed, but I think just but there are just better movies. Yeah, you know. You guys both really like Destroyer, and I was kind of mad about Destroyer. Yeah, I like Destroyer yeah. a lot. I like Destroyer about as much as like Wid- Widows, where I was like, eh, there's some plot. Uh-huh. I like plot Destroyer I more than Widows. With. I. I, I think I like Destroyer more because it was a little more focused, I guess. Because mm-hmm. sometimes I appreciate a movie that's a lot more focused with less going on. Right. Whereas Widows, there was just a lot going on. There was. Yeah. And they, I personally thought they balanced it very, very, fairly well, except for like how many whatever messages there were. But, right. Yeah. I agree. And I, I'm really bummed that Nicole came in and didn't get nominated because I thought she was really good. She was fine. I don't know. Yeah. I think at a certain point, Liv, to me, it was just like, this is just Nicole Kidman in bad makeup. (laughs) (laughs) And not being around. Just think that. And, like, why were her teeth were so bad? Like, if she was just a drunk person, like, why did she look like that? Well, maybe maybe she she wasn't taking care of herself. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't bathing. She was sleeping. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, after what she went through, she was messed up. But it was 40 years ago. Like... They don't talk well, about, like, I mean, all they say is, like, you're drunk. Like, okay, Nicole Kidman, what happened? What the heck happened to you? I mean, well, I, I don't think they have to spell out, like, what, like, everything that's happened, I yeah. guess. I think maybe she had been using drugs. I think I remember getting that impression that she mm-hmm. was probably using drugs also. I mean, she did when she was with the gang, yeah, but. So she, right. Probably. So she, you know. And then, like, but she managed to keep a career being a detective, like, when she's clearly a joke to everybody. Like, right. I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. You know some things are, don't you have know? to be explained. In, in Brooklyn Nine Nine, Hitchcock yeah, and Scully are jokes, yeah. and they still have jobs. I don't know movies. That's a, that's a dumb pop <laughs> comedy, though. Not a because movies, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Because movies. Yeah. I get what you're I, saying. It was just something I was able to. Forget. I will make sure if I ever make a movie that you are <laughs> in the production <laughs> crew, so you know exactly. <laughs> so I can be like, hey, this person has something on their teeth. How did that get there? <laughs> Sarah, figure it <laughs> she out. She didn't not have something on her teeth. <laughs> she had like rotted teeth. <laughs> like, Maybe I, she was gnawing on glass, like from so her beer weird. bottles. I, I don't think know. to get it to get us back on track, I guess <laughs> with the best picture nominations, I think it's just a weak year in general. That there are a lot of movies that I really like. Like I love Black Klansman. That's probably still my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think Black Panther is great, but. Just compared to past years, I don't think that there are a lot of like nothing on this yeah. whole list of eight is do I like more than I liked billboards, three billboards last year. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would say personally Black Clansman could be close, but I agree. Like I like three billboards better than I like yeah. everything on this list. And I, like, I really like the favorite a lot. So Well, I like to star is born more than probably the last three Academy Award <laughs> like nominees for Best Picture. Really? I would I would say probably to go, and I'm probably missing some. More than Moonlight, more than La La Land, but more than I like A Star Is Born more than La La Land. Wow. And I think the only other movie the 
that was, I think, a Best Picture, yeah, nominee, the last movie that I loved, more, like Whiplash. Whiplash was one I that loved I like Whiplash more now than I like La La Land. But Whiplash was the last movie that I like was like, holy crap, I love this movie. Mm-hmm. But then A Star is Born gave me that feeling that I love A Star is Born. And you huh. guys know that. Yeah. But I can't explain why to Sarah because I can never convince her to. <laughs> no, get but that's but that's, that's kind of that's why it's movies. That's kind of how opinions. I feel about Black Klansman. I I love it and wish it had a better shot of winning everything. Yeah. yeah. I assume it'll win Best Adapted Screenplay. At least I hope. Like I still yeah. think La La Land and Moonlight and um, Three Billboards are better than. Yeah, everything. I think, that, and I, I get the impression that, that that a lot of people feel that way, though, where that this is this year is just strange compared mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. compared to other years. But I think I almost think there were better movies outside of the Oscar world. Like A Quiet Place was so great, mm-hmm. and I would argue that it should have or could have been nominated for more than it was. You know, I mean, we had movies like Avengers: Infinity War that was that were great. I think it was just one of those years where like those kind of movie movies were better, mm-hmm. but. I know a lot of people don't like, for whatever reason, that Black Panther was nominated. I noticed there's been a lot of... I don't have a problem with it. I think it was the best of the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things that it's also just such an achievement. And I think that this is just the first step in maybe them incorporating those kind of movies more because mm-hmm. those movies can be good and Black Panther is a good example of mm-hmm. a superhero movie that's more than just a superhero movie. Yeah. And, you know, should it have been the first... It's because it's the first superhero movie to ever be nominated. I don't think it should have been the first because I think Dark Knight should have right. been nominated. But, yeah, Dark Knight. But, I, but I'm still happy that they nominated this movie because I think it still deserves it more than, like, had they not... Inv- had they not... Nominated that and nominated Avengers or mm-hmm. something. I feel like it would have been. I'm I'm glad that they they did because they this was the whole reason they said originally they were expanding to ten uh, was to pro- incorporate those big movies. right and it's right. like they haven't done that until now. So I wasn't surprised when it was nominated just because I felt like that was the only. I mean, yeah, you could argue last year that Wonder Woman could have yeah, but I do think that Black Panther is a better movie than Wonder Woman. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. No. What do you do? You guys like Wonder Woman more than Black Panther? No, I like Black Panther. No, I think better. I might like Black Panther better. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Like Black Panther. I feel like Black Panther is better. So because Black Panther was more than it touched on other things. Like right, it was like a cultural achievement yeah. as much as it was mm-hmm. a cinematic achievement. It was yeah. But I still think Bill Street should have been in Best Picture. Yeah, I think it could have and should have, and you know. There were, I had a lot of there were a lot of things I was surprised about in these nominations. Obviously, the biggest one that everybody's talking about is Bradley Cooper not being mm-hmm. nominated mm-hmm. for Best Director. So yeah, I, I the Best like Director nominees were um, Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Paul, the guy in Cold War, <laughs> <laughs> Palakowski. Yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite, Alfonso Cuarón for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice. Yeah, which I would argue, Bradley. I had never heard of Cold War until this happened. Mm-hmm. I think right before the they were announced, there was a Variety or whoever was doing their predictions, and they listed them on there, and I was so shocked. I was like, "Where did this movie come from?" Yeah. So I haven't seen it to properly judge, but like, I think Cooper could have been on there over Adam McKay. Right, I agree. Uh, I just I, I'm that was yeah the one that I'm really upset about is yeah. just because I feel like he did such a great job and yeah. I like I mean he clearly 
um, got great performances out of his actors. I mean, uh, Sam Elliott got nominated, which was cool for mm-hmm. Best Supporting Actor. I know people are comparing it to Argo, how Ben Affleck wasn't mm-hmm. nominated for Best Director, but then it went to win Best Picture, so who yeah. knows. But, like, again... Yeah, maybe I guess Adam McKay, and I haven't seen Cold War. I don't know who I died. He wasn't better than Roma or Yorgos or Spike Lee, so I don't know. I need to see the or I need to see Cold War, I guess. Yeah, but I I liked Star Is Born more than I liked Vice. Yeah, that's like the first positive thing I've heard <laughs> you say about a Star Is Born. I loved Star Is Born when it came out. <laughs> I just don't think it's gonna win Best Picture. Yeah, Best Picture is tough. I think that's... it'll be Roma or Green Book. I still, I, I like Star is Born, just like that second half Lady Gaga performance just kills me. <laughs> I'm like, ah. Well, I just can't get over, like, I need to see and, Green Book. And the guess, time jumps that they made. Yeah. It just had, it had major faults in it that made I think I just, I don't like know, it. there's something about a Star is Born that I connected with on a personal level. I mean, for me to see a movie twice and still want to see it a third time <laughs> in theaters, that doesn't happen with me anymore. Sure. And, like, I think the last movie that I saw multiple times in theaters was Titanic when it came out. Wow. And I was a kid. And so I don't do that. And so I really felt, I, I think I just connected, even though I'm not an alcoholic <laughs> like Bradley Cooper, um, I just, I felt like he sold his character so well. Yeah. His performance was so great. Well, he that, is great. You know, He's yeah. good in it. But I think to, to be a director in that standpoint too, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And that's why I'm just really bummed because I loved it so much. And I'm like, I just... I wanted to have him get mm-hmm. that nomination at least because I don't think he's going to win director. I mean, he can't now, but right. if he, I would have at least liked for him to get that recognition. Yeah, I feel like uh, that, but that happens every year where there's something that like somebody should have been in there that wasn't. The director of Three Billboards didn't mm-hmm. get nominated for yeah. Best Director. Ben Affleck didn't get nominated for Argo. Like it happens. It's a bummer. Do you think it's going to, this year's going to happen kind of like Three Billboards where Three Billboards, I think, was kind of the favorite? Um, last year to win, and then uh, it didn't. It didn't win anything, right? Well, well, well best actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. No, I don't know. I think best picture is tough because if it's Green Book, I won't be surprised. If it's Roma, that's. I feel like it's going to be Roma, but if Green Book wins, I won't be surprised. Mm-hmm. So I saw Roma, and I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just. A two hour, it's like two hours long, and I think it's too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, not a lot happens in the first hour. Um, it's really just like a look in this woman's life. Not that that's a bad thing because there are movies that I like about that, but um, more than anything, like, it's building up, like, to show like this relationship between this maid and the family that she's working for. But I think that it could have been done better and faster, like, to get their point across. Because you do, at the end, start feeling connections and you see the love that they have for each other. And it, it is very nice and pretty and, it, you know, it's it's a good story in that sense. But, like, there's so many scenes that are just, like, pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, like, boring because you're watching these scenes that are so pointless and boring. And, and it's, it's like, long, I don't know right? what that is. Yeah, it's two hours. Yeah. But, yeah, each, like, the scenes and just the way he films it, like, it's... I think I saw some writer like describe it as like he really does a great job like um, making a movie about a memory like and it, that's what it is. It feels mm-hmm. just like you're in this like memory this whole time and like that is cool because like it's it's an interesting way to make a film but like it's kind of sleepy because <laughs> you're just like oh my gosh like nothing's really happening like there's not a lot of plot happening. Uh-huh. Um, yes, like we're all building like 
who this woman is, which is fine. But again, there are other ways to do that um, rather than just like following her throughout mm-hmm. her day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then there's like these scenes sprinkled in with like Mexican history, which like if you know that, I'm sure it's very meaningful. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, as a viewer, you're kind of just like, I don't know who that is or what's going on in this context is it's like background. Mm-hmm. Um, it's background to her life. So, I mean, it's obviously like there's some powerful things like they show this uh, massacre happening on the Mexican street. There's just like d- these demonstrations with these student demonstrators. Like I think they were, you know, like rallying against the politicians or whatever, but it's like a background to like her story. Mm-hmm. So there's not really any explanation. Like you're just like, okay, that was a terrible thing that happened, but, I don't know what that means because I don't know the history mm-hmm. at all. So I had to like look that up. And then there's like this one character who, again, is probably very famous like for Mexico, mm-hmm. but like I didn't know who it was. And there was this whole long scene with him. I don't know. It, to me, it was just kind of like, I don't know what this is. Like, and I'm bored because I mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Um, but the last 20, 30 minutes, it like picks up and it's very emotional and you feel an attachment to them. So like, I didn't hate the movie, but I was pretty bored during most of it, and I don't know why it could win Best Picture, to be honest. I thought <laughs> yeah, you're, was you're, you're kind so of in the minority. I know. A lot of people really liked it. They think it's mm-hmm. a masterpiece. I did not get that. Mm-hmm. And in general, like, it got 10 nominations, and mm-hmm. Netflix, like, cleaned up. Yeah. Netflix got 15 Just Oscar nominations great. this year. Yeah. Good I mean, them. I really wanted to like it. I can see why mm-hmm. it's a good film to see and appreciate, but I just, for the most part, was pretty bored. Maybe it was expect- maybe expectations mm-hmm. played a part. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I know. If you would have seen this maybe without knowing before mm-hmm. you got all these nominations everywhere, then... It's almost know. like I'm torn into two. Like, the film critic in me wants to love it, and, like, I'm like, yeah, like, as a film, like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. totally understand why people are gaga over it, but as just, like, a normal, like, movie-going person, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I don't get it. Like, why? I was not in, ingrained in this. I yeah. was not into it at all. Like, I really was kind of, like, it's, bored. I, I wonder if when I watch it, I might get the same feeling like it did about the artist where I, the critic in me was feeling like, Oh, okay. I get it. It's like silence, black mm-hmm. and white. And then at the end they talk and they dance, mm-hmm. whatever. Like I get it. Old Hollywood. Fine. I love, but the I'll artist. never, you do. I love the artist. Oh jeez. Yeah. Well, I can't ever, I've never seen that again and I won't ever see it again, <laughs> but it's like Roma. I will, I feel like I'm going to go into that and I'll, I'll try to love it, but then I probably won't ever watch it again. It's almost like you have to appreciate it for it being art mm-hmm. instead of a film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is a piece of art. Like, just the choices he was making and the story he was trying to tell or whatever. But, like, as a movie that you're sitting for two hours and watching, like, it's kind of boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? So I feel two different ways about it. But, like, I mean, I really do think it could win Best Picture. Yeah. Do you they, th- they obviously liked it at the supporting actress that got nominated. Mm-hmm. She wasn't nominated anywhere else. She was like not in the award circuit and then got an Oscar nom. She was like the one surprise. Like we, we were talking crazy about crazy to me. We were talking about Kiki Lane and how we were hoping she would be the one that sneaks in there. I don't and know hasn't how been in the she did circuit, But she was this, Kiki was so much better than this. Like even if you put Kiki, who's she should have been lead. I don't know who you take out, but. Because it's Yalitza from Roma, Glenn Close, Olivia Coleman, Lady Gaga, and Melissa McCarthy, who are mm-hmm. all great. It was a tough category. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's to me one of the 
toughest categories. Like that and actor are pretty tough. Whereas with supporting actor and supporting actress, I just don't feel like there's anybody that just really, really, truly stood out. Mm-hmm. Although I thought Chalamet was a shoe in. He was great. Yeah. He didn't get nominated at all. That was a surprise. That to was me. really surprising. Yeah. So, I mean, Kiki Lane did not get nominated. And I thought she was so moving and beautiful and great in that film. Yeah. I thought she was the one that had a shot to be the surprise, like, sneak in mm-hmm. nomination. But instead, it was the supporting actress from. I even um, really like Stephen James and Bill Street. Yeah. Well, he was really mm-hmm. good too. But Kiki Lane was a. She was such a standout. But yeah, like this Marina Del Day Tavira from Roma. Like, I just don't get why. She, I don't know. I don't Call get me it. crazy, but I. I don't, I'm not completely sold on Regina King, her performance. No, that's what I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, and I haven't seen, I think she's the front runner. I haven't seen the favorite to have, to be able to judge Rachel Weisz or Emma Stone, but between all of the other supporting actors, and I guess I haven't seen Roma now either, but I didn't know this lady was going to be a possibility. Mm -hmm. But when I saw Bill Street, I thought she was good. It was one of the best performances I've seen her do, but I just didn't think, watching it, I didn't think like, oh man, this is an Academy Award winning performance. Mm -hmm. She had one scene that like, was, was pretty powerful yeah. but for that yeah. but even but even in that scene and I knew when it happened I was like oh this is her Oscar scene but I, even then I was like I just don't see this as being mm-hmm. so maybe the problem is just that it's a weak category this year yeah. and I'm not saying she was bad she was great it's just when I watch it I didn't think like oh man give her the yeah. Oscar mm-hmm. this is a, this is what an Oscar performance is which is why when you see Roma, I think you're just gonna be like WTF. Yeah. <laughs> like why? Yeah. Is this woman I'm still nominated? hoping that maybe maybe the vote is split between Green Book and Roma and maybe the Star is born gets in there. Yeah. I don't tough. know. I have no idea. I'm sure it'll be one of those three. If but I'm getting more to the point of if star if a star is born win, born wins, I'll be surprised. Yeah. But I won't be surprised if Green Book wins. But I think it'll be Roma. I, I do I do think it has to be between those three, right? Which for best picture, uh, for best picture, a Star Is Born, uh, Green Book, and Roma. Yeah, truly, I don't think Star Is Born has a chance. Truly, I think it's a category that, like, maybe the only one that I would that I don't think is going to win is Black Panther. Black Panther won't win, mm-hmm. but if any of the other ones won, I guess I wouldn't be that surprised. I don't think yeah. Vice has a chance. I don't to win. think. So oh, I get, well, yeah, I guess Vice, but I honestly, I don't think Bohemian that. Rhapsody has a chance or, to win. Yeah, the only reason I, I said that was because after the Golden Globes, yeah. it's like anything can happen. And now this whole Brian Singer, I mean, I know he's yeah, not part but, of it anymore, but still. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy, but the Green Book has controversy too, so I don't yeah. know. That's bring on the controversy, guys. Yeah. There's nothing bad to talk about A Star is Born, so just keep bringing it. I don't, I, I'm sorry, because I don't think it's going to win. <sighs> I could be wrong. I no, just I'm I'm sure you I guys are right. I'm don't just think I'm, it's gonna win. I'm ho- holding out hope. I was surprised that uh, there was nothing from Crazy Rich, a- Rich Asians. I mm-hmm. thought this was that it was one of those movies that like like we had our bridesmaids discussion mm-hmm. yesterday. You and I were like it was a very popular movie, got a couple of nominations. I thought that would be like Crazy Rich Asians this year. I was kind of surprised it yeah. wasn't on there anywhere. But also like. Kevin Wilmot got nominated for an yay, Oscar. Kevin. Yeah, yay, Kevin. Which we're going to, guys, we're going to try to talk to him on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so on he's our in next... the adapted screenplay, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Kingsman, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Bill Street, and Star is Born. Yeah. I hope they win. I, I bet think I they will. I think, I think that they're the front runner. But Bill Street, I bet, could, I think Bill Street is the the one that could take it, but. I, I could see be. Can You Ever Forgive Me, too. Maybe really? stealing it. I don't know. But I do think. <laughs> I think Black Klansman. I think is Black Klansman is the shoe in for that. Yeah. It was so creative and well done, and yeah. Go Kevin. Go Kevin. All right, guys. Well, 
we will see. We've got several more weeks till the Oscars actually air. Yeah. It seems like it's getting later and later in the year, but um, yeah. just what a weird year. Yeah, A no Star House. Is Born comes out on Blu-ray a I, week before the I'm, Oscars. I really so. want to hear what everybody thinks about Roma. Like, I'm very open to opinions on this because I very easily know that I could be. Yeah, wrong. Nathan, yeah. who's one could of our dude, who who's one of our you know big supporters, he really loved it. So yeah, my husband really loved it too. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. Again, I'm split. Tweet <laughs> us two, after I you see it. Roma. Tweet us. All right, guys. We will see you next week. 